back. <laughs> the Sandman gets me every time, so, man. So how do you how do you picture how do you picture Metallica? Do you picture Metallica with long hair or short hair? Oh, dude, it's it's always the long hair and, and the cheesy mustache. The the handlebar, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the the, the yeah. big handlebar mustache. Yeah. It's it's always the same way. It's it's um, uh, like like big arena, you know, hundred thousand people, just hair flowing, just, just hair flowing, uh, always leather. See, it's I always like leather. I like to picture my Metallica with a tuxedo T-shirt on, because <laughs> you know Metallica likes to rock. Oh but, yeah, you know they look formal. <laughs> it's just kickball, baby. Like that, huh? Season two, volume two. Yeah, I know. Deuce it's been is, a while. Deuce is wild. Deuce is wild. It's been a while. We've had Snowpocalypse. Yeah, tell um, me about it. Uh, there's still just a smidgen of snow uh, around my my home, uh, spattered here or there. But for the most part, it's all gone. You survived. I did survive. I was out, I was without power for uh, Saturday. It was Saturday night to Saturday. So it was a whole week wow. of no power. I was, I was making do with what I had. I had to throw out an entire refrigerator full of uh, food and you know, grocery supplies. But hmm. on the bright side, it's done. It's over. It's said and done with. And I've replaced all my food. Just so we're all on the same page, uh, you live in Southeast Portland. I do in um, Lens. Lens. Uh, how much snow you get? Um, I mean. It depends on you know who you ask, right, or how you measure, right? right, is, right. It, was it from in, the base? The drift. Was it from the base or was it from the top? It's always from the base. <laughs> from the pelvic bone. Always from the base. <laughs> Dick joke. <laughs> um, I you know I probably would imagine it was like eight. It was a good eight and a half. <laughs> Deep. Yeah, I mean I yeah. At least that's what it felt like. Yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I think so. I'm in. Uh, I'm technically northeast Portland on the east side of 205. I'd say, man, I'd say like for the three or four days of actual snow, mm -hmm. it was like 16 or 17 inches of snow. Not all in one, you know, not all flat and like at that same elevation packed down or anything. Mm -hmm. But I'd say it was like yeah, over the four days, that's how much snow I got, and then like two to three inches of ice. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It all kind of blends together, mm -hmm. too. Like, I don't know how much of the ice that formed was just compacted snow. Right. Um, I lost a tree from it. You did? Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. yeah. Toppled I had, over. I had my neighbor's tree kind of fall onto the side of my uh, my house here, but, you know, fortunately, it wasn't any damage. It was a lighter tree. Mm -hmm. Um but I've seen, I, I, I'm sure you guys all did too. Uh, there was some crazy. Drove through Milwaukee, mm -hmm. yo. Man, there was like tree after tree. It was a Saturday at 10 o'clock. And look, dude, everybody knows. I'm a, I'm a union electrician, okay? And uh, these people who are out there picking up the trees, there are a lot of tree trimmers. Those guys are all union too. And for them to be showing up on a Saturday, picking up these big ass trees. Mm. Dude, they're paying big bucks. You know, the power's been out. You got these tree companies they're paying premium dollars it was nuts i i went into milwaukee stopped at a friend's house on the saturday after the snowstorm so it already been what like four or five days after you know it started clearing up uh probably 15 to 20 crews crew like tree trimming crews mm. like each crew was like nine people that's a lot of people for one city Picking up big ass oak, you know, hundred year old oak, old growth oak trees and stuff, you know. Saw one motherfucker on top of a house, 
like a hundred feet across. Uh, the you know the branches were a hundred feet across. One big ass seventy foot limb laying on top of a, all a home. It was that was nuts. That's crazy. I mean, you know, so I've always wondered. So you called them tree trimmers. Were they ever referred to? Because I've heard the, the the term bushwhacker, right? Like since tree trimmer, bushwhacker. To me, it all sounds interchangeable. <laughs> But I, it Bush, sounds like they probably do different things. Bushwhacker is the dude from WWF. It was the tag team. Tag team. Dude, yeah. They come in and they were like the original tables, ladders, and chairs guys. They had they had one dude that would lick the side of the other dude's <laughs> face just like all the time. It was like, guy, it's getting a little old. And and I think they always showed up with the same like like day over like five o'clock shadow. Oh, and I'm sure they didn't wash their tank tops. Fuck no, like the the. They looked a hot mess and gross, but they if were entertaining. Any, if anybody was for sure, like drunk, <laughs> like it was always those guys, dude. Like those guys always looked like they had just like, like did like three shots in the back before they took. You know, God, they had an extended run on the WWE. They, they, they used to you, you used to be able to look like anything and wrestle. Not so much anymore. You know, the, growing up, man. It was fun, dude. Like, like the it was about characters. Mm. Like you had, you had like um, Yokozuma, you know. Like he was a straight up character, you know. I mean, look. Okay, so I'm gonna date myself. I'm considerably younger than Mister um, uh, OK Boomer over here. Considerably, I guess. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm 35, right? So I had like Gold Dust or uh, uh, NWO or. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sting. Yeah, no, I know. had all those guys too. Well, I, I had I had Sting when Sting had short hair. Okay. Sting was uh, Sting was the the stinger. But and we didn't we didn't have like the lukewarm guys or, or the dudes that just like look just look jacked. Like I mean, I like I like Brock Lesnar, but the mm. dude's out there making money because he's jacked. Like he's well, no he's, taker. No, he's no undertaker. He's also a freak of nature. Right. Uh, the, that guy can move like nothing. No one's business. Right. But um, yeah, no. Listen, if we if we we want to get into t- to wrestling. I'll totally get into <laughs> wrestling with you. That's that's my uh, wheelhouse. What, what? Uh, actually, The Rock has a new uh, TV show. No shit. Called uh, the Young Young Rock. Huh. And uh, the the whole premise is kind of cool. It's uh, him as um, 2032 version of The Rock. He's running for president. Hmm. And he's being interviewed, and he basically tells his life story of how he grew up. If you can smell, la, 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 la. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah. When, when it's, it's WWE now, right? Yeah. When WWE comes back, we got to take a crew out. I know oh, I'll go. I, I, remember, I remember hearing the story about you and Paul mm-hmm. going out watching the show in Seattle. Yeah, no, we, we watched the show here in Portland. Okay. Um, we saw uh, NXT. Uh, which is the not, it's, it's not the minor league affiliate, but it's um, kind of like the the, the developmental mm. you know group of wrestlers for WWE. Oh, I, I most certainly have been to the minor league backwater. Yeah, the the, the real underdog, the real underdog, the, underdog un, wrestling. under underground. underground. It's a uh, blue collar wrestling. Blue collar wrestling. Yeah, I, I I went out there for my birthday like two years ago, right before everything got shut down. It was fun. Yeah. yeah, I I've actually I have a buddy who uh, had a promotion that he that he owned called Wrestle Sport, and uh, I did I actually did a, a ref uh, a refereed for his one of his events um, at the, Ch- the Chili Expo or whatever the you know the Chili Expo that that happens every year in August. Anyway, uh, that's a long. It feels like a long, long time ago, <laughs> but uh, today it's uh, it's just kickball. Yeah. And we've got a lot to talk about. Oh, guys. yeah. Do you think we should dig into it? I, 
I'm ready to go. Let's, I've been rearing to go. Well, all right, so uh, let's let's crack into this. What, what what do we want to start with? We want to talk about kickball coming back. Yeah. So we got some league updates. Right? All right. So I think quickly first we should talk about the league that's been most consistently open, which is Underdog. Underdog has announced that mm-hmm. they are playing. Uh, they they're opening up spring. Right. Right, and they're doing Wednesdays and Sunday mm-hmm. Westmoreland and Peninsula Park. Wednesdays will be at Westmoreland, and then uh, Sundays will be at Peninsula Park. Right. Um, anybody who's anybody in kickball, really, I like. Um, I'm begging you, like, like let's really buy into the opening of kickball. Um, I can tell you firsthand experience. Uh, underdog takes COVID precautions very serious. They expect you to take them serious. Um, they're really providing an incredible experience out there. Um, there's a lot of depression. I, I can tell you myself, I'm okay at best. At best, I'm okay. And just being out there, seeing my people, seeing my tribe is getting me through this. And I know there's a lot of other kickballers who, who need help getting through it too. You know, and, and I, you know, I don't, I, I don't feel like I'm overstepping my bounds and saying like, we're ready, you know, we're, but we're damn near close to kind of getting back to normal. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, so it's a fine line, you know, to walk, right? Because you don't necessarily want to completely dive in, you know, to normalcy because it's not normal. You know, things aren't 100%, you know, comfortable yet. And you want to take the precautions necessary to, to, to play it safe and make sure that you're being a good person to everyone around you right um but at the same time you know you don't necessarily want to um you know completely disregard everyone's need to socialize and i think that you can find some balance and play it safe you know make sure that you're masking up um and make make sure that you're you're you know keeping your your distance from one another when you're at the fields uh and you can play um, but again, I, I don't want to, you know, make anyone feel bad for not playing or, you know, feel bad for playing. So, um, everyone's got to do their best to, to live their life and, mm-hmm. and try to make it through this. So yeah, with underdog, having had the two seasons, um, just from our personal experiences, we can tell you that last fall into the winter, they had 13 teams mm-hmm. and then this winter, which winter is always a down season for every league there isn't a league out there that makes money on the winter they just provide services um but uh, this winter they had uh, i think 10 or 11 so 10 full teams and 11 with like an indie team yeah i think so so i mean if i'm throwing a challenge out there that'd be awesome if we could just provide two two leagues like nine to ten teams you know yeah i i, that, I think that'd be impressive i think that'd be like the good size of like community coming together, right? We're not talking 40 teams or, or, or more, but like two leagues, 10 teams, Wednesdays and Saturdays, I, that would be, I'd be pretty impressed. Wednesdays, Sundays. Wednesdays, Sundays, Sunday, excuse um, me, Wednesdays, Sundays. No worries. Um, I just want to make sure that uh, people don't, you know, go looking for a Sunday <laughs> or Saturday uh, kickball league. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I, I think that's a fair, you know, goal to have, right? You don't necessarily want to have a ton of teams out, you know, on the fields yet. You don't want to over, uh, saturate, you know, the, you the know, fields. the fields with people and, you know, people wanting to hang out and watch and hang, you know, play with, um, you know, hang out with each other on the sidelines. Really so. take the mask off. Big deal. Yeah. I can tell you that, uh, we're going to be playing both days. 
That's that's our goal. Yeah, that's we want to. I'd love to play Westmoreland Sundays. Um, Westmoreland's not too far from where I live now. And Peninsula Park. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I meant Westmoreland Wednesdays. It's not too far from where I mm-hmm. live now. And uh, Peninsula Peninsula Park. I've always enjoyed playing kickball there. It's a you know, uh, they're dirt fields, but um, actually, so is Westmoreland. Right. But um, so one way or another, Departed will be on the field for one of the days, potentially both days. I haven't talked to the team about it. Yeah. Um, we gotta twist some arms. We twist some arms, but they like they love kickball. Yeah. But I'm gonna I, I, this weekend. We got some kickball going on this weekend. Last last weekend of the winter season for Underdog. I'm gonna kind of test the water, see see who's interested in coming back, so that maybe on the next podcast I can kind of give you guys a report of you know which days who who to expect on which days type of thing. Yeah, it sounds great. So uh, Underdog, we've we've kind of broken that down. Um, uh, let's let's ask let's, about. Let's hold off on the kick easy stuff. Let's go to like. Well, let's just clear up the Waka and Reese's time. Yeah. They're, so there last last year um, we had you know recess time and Waka both uh, taking the seasons off. Obviously with uh, with ha- the goings on with COVID, um, we've reached out to uh, recess time. Mm-hmm. Actually, you reached out to recess yeah. time today, and um, what was their? So as of right now, calling is is taking a really good stance in in her mindset she's being honest with herself and being um true to her nature which is she says that she doesn't feel it's safe to bring back the league and you know and i admire her for that you know that's that's what her belief is um and it's a fair belief so as of you know that's the latest reporting i can give you guys is that reese's time is going to stay down until they feel more comfortable to bring the, the league back as far as uh, COVID protocols go, at least until they feel like it's okay, and I think that's again, you cannot uh, fault anyone, any business owner, any person for you know taking that stance. Honestly, it's a you know totally understandable. Um, and then yeah, so on Waka, I I don't know uh, Kirsten. Um, I know you you have more of a personal relationship with her, but I did try to look up uh, the Waka stuff for for Portland kickball. I didn't really find anything. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, I I haven't heard any news or any um, you know idea of when they're planning to come back. Um, I I can you know take it upon myself to see if I can find out some more information and ask directly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe the next time I chat with her. The other tool we have is uh, is is Angie, and I'm kind of we we haven't been meeting up with Angie recently, but I, we got to lean on her and see if we can maybe score a, uh, interview with Moses. The, oh yeah. For VGL. For VGL. Um, they did run a league, uh, VGL ran a league in the fall of 2020. Um, but I, I did do kind of a quick search on their website and stuff and I didn't see anything as far as presenting anything for 2021. Huh. And I would really look forward to, I mean, I've never played VGL. Yeah. Neither have I. But, um, I've kind of agreed with myself that I was going to sign up as an independent for VGL and Waka, mm-hmm. uh, just to put myself out there and, and play with some new people and something that I'm kind of tr- trying to push myself into doing. And that, that's what I'm going to do as soon as those two leagues open up. Nice. No, I think that'd be great. Honestly, um, you know, I, I'd love to play as much kickball as I can. I think that's pretty clear that both of us mm-hmm. kind of feel that way and that's why we do what we were doing now <laughs> so yeah there's uh, so nothing to report vgl nothing to report at waka i do have a confirmation from recent time stasis locked um and then the last one is a new league being formed oh yeah 
Um, yeah, so uh, it sounds like Jen Clark has uh, put together a group of people who are, um, you know, wanting to play on Sundays. As, no, Saturdays. Is it? Is it Oh, no, it is Sundays. They're playing Sundays. Sundays. Sunday mornings or Sunday afternoons. Yeah, because I was hearing that there could be potential conflict with, um, underdog. with some of the underdog scheduling. But um, I don't know how large the, the league is. Um, I've, I feel like it's five or six teams, hmm. but I'm not 100% sure. I tried to look up some information online. I, 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 haven't, I, I think it's cool. Well, I know the league is called Kick Easy Kickball. Mm-hmm. Um, but no website exists. I, I did the Facebook search. No Facebook exists. So if I get any more information, I'll share it with you guys. Uh, from what I do understand, it's like the second week of March. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. And it sounded like it was going to run into May. Um, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Um, but we can absolutely do some more research. From what I, If you've seen anything on it, from what I understand, there's some posts on the Kickball Junkies uh, Facebook page. Um, as of just about an hour ago, there was still one spot available. Is that individual? Uh, for an individual. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Uh, well, good for her. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, like I said, kickball's kickball, and you know, as long as it's being you know, played responsibly, I think at this point, that's all we can ask. I'm, I'm a big fan of taking precautions, and, and I do believe that uh, your mental health is also important, too. Oh, for sure. And we can take precautions, and we can participate in a safe way and enjoy our time on you know in our existence you know we don't have to shut down i think we've done a lot of good things and i think we're kind of prepared to go in the right direction and i'm i'm excited to hear what's going on with the kick easy and, yeah and anybody else who's going to be opening up their leagues no i mean it, it, like if, if we're being honest with ourselves like some of our um roughest moments uh just for ourselves in our podcast right like was when we were struggling with content because we didn't know we didn't we didn't have any kickball to talk oh, about man. so and, like fucking the world was on its head yeah you know yeah. between fires and you know protests protests and, and then the, and then fucking dt is the president and, you know fuck that guy i'm glad he's not the president anymore but like there was so much going on mm-hmm. like every day election stuff protest stuff fires um jeez i mean what else yeah I mean, I, people were the police they, brutality stuff. Yeah, we, we crammed like a decade's worth of like history into 2020. Like, remember uh, Carmen? Or, uh, Carmen, um, yeah, uh, the, the, she was our, uh, Candace. Candace, Candace. Candace. Yeah, well, it was Carmen. <laughs> I, was, I was really close, and I'm sorry, Candace, but can we brought Candace Avalos yeah, on the show? Absolutely. Um, and she's doing great. And, you know, do, I, don't, I don't know if you saw, but she had uh, an article posted on uh, with the Oregonian. She did, and she was on NPR. Oh yeah, that's she was, right. She had an interview on NPR. It was awesome. I remember listening. I was sitting in my car in the middle of the parking lot doing. I was at work listening, and holy shit, there's uh, Candace Avalos on the radio. It's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Um, speaking of speaking of interviews, I think we got one interview to do today. I, I think that's a, a, a fantastic segue. That was so subtle, so subtle and nuanced. I mean, it's like we've done this before. Yeah, <laughs> little, little by little. Speaking about interviews, we have an interview to do today. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on a different hat. So I'm going to ask uh, Ricky, boom, to go put his uh, chairman, is that what it is? The, yeah, the, the league chair? The, the chair, yeah, the, I guess the head chair of OKC. The head, care, uh, the head chair of OKC. I need you to go put that head chair, head chair hat on. 
so we can do a brief interview on what's going on with OKC. Are you ready for that? Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, I got it on. Yay! Okay. So, bringing in Mr. Ricky Velasquez. <laughs> Man, he's, he gets off on saying my name as poorly as possible, incorrectly, whatever. Ricky. Yes, sir. You are the chair of the league of OKC. I've got some questions. Are you ready to answer? Absolutely. I'd love to. Okay, Ricky, what's going on in the league? Uh, you know, at this point, we're in preliminary stages of kind of uh, gauging the league's appetite and interest for, you know, playing, uh, you know, kickball in 2021. Um, you know, obviously, it's a, it's a player and, and captain-driven uh, league, so, um, you know, we're going to need to make sure that everyone's on board in order to be able to put somebody, get something together. Cool. Talk to me about the money. Have you guys bought fields yet? Uh, we have... Uh, rec- Put our information and our applications in for the permits. Uh, at this point, obviously, it's still in process, um, but you know it shouldn't necessarily be an issue. Okay, I'm gonna go rogue here. This one's not on the list since we're talking that. money. Sure. Um, in the past, OKC has done like the fundraisers and stuff, mm-hmm. like uh, the, the 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 bicycle ride through the community. And yeah, we whatnot. do uh, uh, some uh, volunteering events to kind of help generate some outside revenue for the league. I would tell you that I think you have a whole community of people who want kickball back so bad that mm-hmm. they're willing to start volunteering. Have you guys started doing any any like scheduling about even if we don't do kickball, but we can do the volunteer events to get some revenue in? So the volunteering events uh, is something that is still it's been on hold um, because the, those events, unless they're virtually done, haven't been able to be you know mm-hmm. kind of done. So. Uh, traditionally, we've we've worked with Portland Parks in um, in a lot of those events. Um, you know, we've done the Shamrock Run and some of the others, uh, other things. But those are all again in person events. So um, we can look at virtual events going forward. But as of this point, uh, we're looking at options to pres- provide a league with or without volunteer service servicing. Asking for a friend, is there any way we can volunteer for like Burger Week? You know, I, I I don't see why we couldn't look into that because I, I, I think that sounds like a great idea. I know uh, there's a, a large number of the people in the the kickball co- that community that already participated in it. Uh, it'd be you know freaking phenomenal if we can find a way to actually uh, volunteer for it. All right, tell us about the league. How many teams you got in the league? Um, well, dep- sixteen is what we what we run with. Um, but again, again, it's a closed league, so um, it, that's a stagnant number. It's mm-hmm. sixteen teams. Excuse me. Um, are you expecting a full season? I don't know what to expect. Uh, to be honest with you, um, you really, for me, I need to figure out what the, the captains want, and what uh, the captains want typically hinges on what their players are willing to do or or wanting to participate in. Um, so we're in the middle of kind of surveying um, the captains who are, I'm sure, surveying the, surveying their respective teams and players um, to get be- to get a better idea of what's going on. I anticipate being able to play at least a full 16 game regular season and a playoff uh, tournament. Uh, but again, uh, I don't think it's going to look like it would normally. Um, and I've presented, well, the board and and I have presented some op- options and, and opportunities for us to kind of package uh, some form of a, 
of a season together for the the league? Um, this might be an odd question to some, but uh, right. from what I understand, there's there's a thing in OKC about roster size. Mm-hmm. Is there going to be a like a roster minimum, maximum on this? Well, um, the roster minimums, uh, for the most part, uh, it's it's supposed to be 15. So I mean, it's a fairly large yeah. roster. Well, that's a large roster. That's 10 players and five on the bench. Yeah, and the reason why they, you know, that's really been what we have historically done is because um, the summer, it's a it's the longest season, and it runs through the summertime. There's a, there's a a much larger likelihood of people missing several games during the season. So um, the subs really come in handy and you never, even on game day, you're still going to run into scenarios where you're going to be, you know, needing a sub, you know, from other teams here or there. So um, yeah, 15 is typically what we've done. I won't say that that's been monitored uh, severely or, you know, with uh, a heavy hand, but uh, for the most part, that's what we've run with. I think that'll have to be something we consider, um, you know, for 2021. Because obviously, if there's uh, limits to group gatherings um, on the parks in the parks, then um, that may be something we'll we'll need to look at. Um, I don't know if you're in the capacity to answer this question, but I've had I've been had I've had this question posed to me in different ways, mm-hmm. and and it's, it's it's kind of a curious question. Sure. Um, is there any is there any openings in the league? Are you foreseeing that? I I know that there's conversations going on, and but I doubt because they they never do really. I mean, people hold those spots. But is there any uh, team openings coming up? Um, as of right now, there is no. There's been no indication that any of the teams are um, not willing to or are planning not to come back. Um, I've heard of some players who aren't coming back, um, at least not this season. Um, and you know, that may have, they may be captains on teams, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the team isn't going to have a succession plan in place for a new captain to be named and the team to still participate. All right. And uh, I'm going to leave you this last one. Can you give me the key dates for the league? Like, uh, for instance, I think you're having some board meetings and then after those board meetings, you might have, you know, what, Hey, well, what day do you, would we project return? Um, maybe season like latest season could start, latest season can end, earliest. Sure. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we we have a lot of different options out there. Um, really, so our next important date really is uh, March fourth. Um, you know, we'll be holding a, a virtual board meeting for the captains. Um, well, a, a virtual captains meeting um, via Zoom, Zoom, and um, you know from that point we'll kind of um, you know figure out what the league's appetite for a, a season and you know what they'd be willing to do uh, or would want to do uh, in a safe capacity um, you know my anticipation is is that you know we'll have a season starting either sometime in May um, but I can see the season potentially starting as late as July hmm. um, so again uh, I my my anticipation is that we're gonna try to do our best to make it look as normal as possible, um, if it's safe. Right on. Well, that concludes my interview with the chairman of OKC. I'm, I'm happy to be here, and uh, I appreciate your time. Can you go get Ricky for me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me go. Um, I'm not gonna do that again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Well, that that was it, guys. There's the little scoop for uh, OKC. OKC. All right. Hey, so we got to get to uh, kind of the big fucking deal with what's going on in Underdog right now. Um, and if you're listening to the podcast, open your phones. Go look at the standing sheets of uh, Underdog, and you're going to see, I mean, uh, what I would call maybe a clusterfuck, maybe a bit of a nightmare scenario for, for Eric, who, who Eric and Paul, whoever do the rankings for the tournaments. Um, going back going back to the, old, the WWE references at the beginning, Jim Ross would say, this is, a, this is going to be a slobber knocker. <laughs> this, this last weekend uh, of the season um, could turn out to be quite the rumble uh, because you've got about six teams, seven teams that are you know, kind of fighting neck and neck uh, for the four, well, Assuming yeah. underdog, you know, kind of plays true to its uh, tendency to, you know, group people off, uh, group teams off in sections. Right. If they do their four-team top section, you know, then four teams or Middle, whatever, yeah. or you know, however they break it down, then we we could be looking for a, you know some fight, you know, going this last week. Okay, so if we're looking at the at the brackets or at the standings as they currently lay down, mm-hmm. um, there are on paper legitimately six teams that could make a claim to be in the top four. And Underdog has done you know this past year past year did the top four uh, uppers bracket and then a middle bracket for the middle bracket or middle middle four and then the bottom four. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you and I are very competitive people, and I know everybody else fucking plays kickball is not low-key competitive. They all like to win. Oh, yeah, for sure. And there are a number of people who, doesn't matter which tournament they're playing in, if they're not playing in the upper division, they ain't happy. Mm-hmm. Right? Like Chris Percy. Yeah. He, he He's a guy. Like, doesn't matter what. He wants to be playing against the best. Like, if he's going to win the tournament, you know he wants to only win the uppers. Yeah. I'm not going to speak for the guy, but I know that if he didn't get a chance to play with 21 outs in the uppers division, which that team has a total legitimate possibility after they put out the biggest fucking upset of the season, beating Boots and Rally. Beating Big City Slams. Oh, Big City Slams. I'm sorry. I've done this, I've done this no, multiple times. If they, you know, I, I get it. You you interchange the Bs. Right. I do. It's, 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 <laughs> it's very common for me. Um, do it multiple times. But in fairness, they also did... Beat Boot and Rally. They did beat Boot and Rally. Pretty, pretty handedly to start the season. Uh, so I guess where I'm going with it is 21 outs um, has basically played themselves into the chance to getting into the top four. They're definitely in the conversation. They have wins against Boot and Rally. They have wins against uh, Big City Slam and Demolicious. Mm-hmm. Um, their losses coming against Gas, Grass and Ass and um, Guar. Okay, fair losses. Guar... If you look at Guar right now, they're two one and two. Everybody, they're not a two one and two team. No, nope. um, they're historically a very good team, top shelf. Uh, you got to pay for the price of admission to watch that team, right? And how they're at two one and two, and very legitimately could go two two and two, um, is baffling to me. I think they're they're going to have to win this last game in order to be in that top four, bro. If Guar doesn't beat Big city slams this this Sunday. I think all hell breaks loose. Well, I'll tell you what uh, that that game this Sunday 
is the first game of the evening. It's at 7.30. No. Game Big start, City Slam. Game starts at 6.30. I'm looking at the schedule right now. It's Big City Slam versus... Um, Oh, that's not the full schedule. Oh, we're okay. So we've got to take a yeah. No, okay. So this Sunday, this Sunday they started six thirty. Six thirty. This Sunday, that. yeah, I know. See, I know. okay. Well, one I, of us did some homework. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> you're 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 more prepared than I am. But I'll tell you that I have a game with Virgins at six thirty. Uh, who are we playing? Didn't do that homework. Boot rally. rally. So we're so Virgins plays Boot Rally at six thirty. Mm-hmm. As soon as that game is done. I am marching my ass over to watch the Big City Slams versus Guar game. And I'm going to plant my ass. In By far, it's going to be the best game of the night. Yeah. No, and that's kind of what I was, I, I was asking is, uh, do we, do we want to take, you know, take a gander at that game? Look, I'm not, I'm not telling anybody to break social distancing. But if you, know, if you were ever going to break social distancing, this might be the day you do it. Because... Guar is playing for their for their tournament dreams. This is playoffs start this Sunday for Guar. If Guar has any any dreams of winning the ship, they have to win uh, Sunday. I I don't I can't see Guar making top four with everything else in the standings without winning without winning Sunday. And and Guar is that team. Guar wakes up knowing they are going to play for a championship every tournament every tournament. They show up. They know they're in the ship. It don't matter. I mean, it's like a state of mind, right? Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, all all kidding aside, if if Big City Slams, who, who has been playing stellar, outstanding kickball, they had a, a rough loss this last week. Twenty one outs. Twenty one playing up. Yeah, I I mean, I don't I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't have eyes on the field. But um, but any time uh, you beat a team like Big City Slams, obviously. Um, it says something about the caliber of the team, yeah. uh, but but big city big city slams has been playing lights out. You know, if there's a statement game to, to make, mm-hmm. it's it's this one against Guar playing against a team you know needs the win to get into playoffs. Right. This is the this is the game to show that yeah you can you can enforce your will. Right. Maybe maybe you show up and you say hey we got a new big dog in town. You know, I I'm not trying to call anybody old, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't call you old. No, no, no. But uh, Guar's been on top for a long time, and Big City might be coming in saying, "Hey, you know, we are here to take our 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 turn on the top, right?" And uh, if you know, if I'm Big City, that might be the mentality I'm showing up with. This is the, this is the moment. This is the tap mm-hmm. on the thigh. I'm on top now. <laughs> Tag me in. <laughs> <laughs> reverse, reverse. Yeah, we all, we all know that moment. So right, um, you, you hop on. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, <laughs> I, I just see it as a kind of a culmination of the Liz Donovan um, creating this kind of and uh, Zach Frey creating this team where Stacy and Stacy uh, Razo mm-hmm. where. Um, I think Anthony Stefanel is on that team too, mm-hmm. where they're kind of putting everything together and planting their flag. And God, I, it's, it's a nervous game for me, and I'm not even playing it. No, it's I. I can't. I'm looking forward to seeing you know, how that all plays out. I have an idea about you know what I think. Predictions? Yeah. I mean, if if you, if you're asking me. I think Big City Slams is still going to find a way to win this game. Oof. Um, 
it's not going to be a, a, an easy game to win. Um, well, that's supposed to be nice. Is it? Yeah. 54, partly cloudy. Total, total Portland weather. That's going to be, I just, I have a, I have a hard time thinking that this game is going to, either team is going to score more than four runs. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. 4-3. I think it's going to be one of those 4-3, you know, type, type four, contests. 4-3, big city. I can see it going, I can see a tie too. I see 5-3 Guar. You see 5-3 Guar? 5-3 Guar. And, God, I mean, well, it, it just, I should, I should walk that back a little bit. I think Guar has not been playing full team. Mm. I don't. I don't know that they've had their full team. I may be wrong, but I don't think they've had the full full team on the field. Um, I know uh, insiders information. Uh, Teabag is not a hundred percent. But uh, if if Guar has full field, I think they're just really really hungry. And they know they're playing for it. Um, I don't know if I'd say it's the same score in the tournament, but because this game is going to mean more to Guar than it is going to be, I, you know, Big City's already in the top four. You know that. Well, this is, I mean, to me, this has got to be. Uh, again, you, if if you want to take that step as one of those top tier teams, this has got to be your big dog game. This uh-huh. is this is where you got to go throw your weight around, and if you want to be in that number one spot, you got to go throw that weight around. Yeah. Um, and if you don't, then I don't know if you feel confident going into playoffs. Yeah, I, man, if Big City doesn't win, that it would, I'd, I'd hate to be in that mindset. I'd hate to find myself with that kind of momentum and, and got hit with two roadblocks. Well, because, you know, in that scenario, that's a potential 2 3 matchup in the playoffs. You could, you could see that. 1 4 matchup, yeah, too. Yeah, you could see that. Well, I mean, I don't know. It depends on how the games right. play out. Right. But, um, I, you know, if, if they line up 2-3 against one another. They could be playing again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Guar wins. I think that if Guar wins, I think it's automatic. TIE Fighters goes one. And Big City goes two or three. It don't, it don't matter. But they end up playing each other at 2-3 again. Yeah, I still, I still also feel like... Even if Big City goes four and two, I don't know if you put Gas Grass and Ass Never. in that two spot. No, no. Gas Grass and Ass. Um, I, I'm not. I'm definitely not going to uh, sit up here on a pedestal and try and take anything from anybody. No, but they're a quality team. Good quality team. Uh, they got to win against Twenty One Outs. Um, but the other four, other three teams that would go in this. Is, so in this scenario, we're talking Guar, Big City, Tie Fighters, mm-hmm. right? And then you have gas, grass, and ass. Because of the fucking highlight of the season, Boone Rally, where are they? Yeah. You know, like, shocker, right? 0-5 oh, the season. That is shocking for Boone Rally. Gas, grass, and ass is what, 5-1? 4-1 and one. Four and one four and right one? now. Playing to be 5-1. and one. Yeah. So if it's the four teams, right, I think just on reputation alone, you got to say that gas, grass, and ass is the number four team. They. The, the, the most impressive win they have is a, I think it's a seven, eight win over 21 outs. And that's not impressive compared to Guar's legacy, compared to TIE Fighters going, they should be going five and one. Yeah. It's still hard to, it's still hard to look at that and say, okay, you know, Gas Grass and Ass is five and one, and Guar is three, one and two. 
and you're still going to put Guar in the three spot as opposed to Gasgrass and S in the... I mean, if we're just talking about the records, you know, the records show that Guar only gets in by beating Boone Rally, or Boone Rally, uh, Big, Big City. City Slam. They only get in by beating Big City Slam. That is more impressive than all of Gasgrass and S's schedule. I mean, the, the tough part about Gasgrass and S is their one loss is not a pretty loss. No. That's not a pretty loss. That's not a loss anybody really wants to see on the schedule. Um, you know, those those losses happened. Was it thirteen two Tie Fighter? Yeah, it was. Yeah, two to thirteen. Yeah. Um, those losses happen. You don't. You know, you you almost get like two losses for that. And I know it on paper. It's only one loss. I'm well aware of that. But um, it's still yeah. It's it it's, it definitely it definitely shows some vulnerability. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think I'll, I'll, if I can squeeze out of my house early, I'll, I'll totally, you know, find a way. It's not going to rain, you said? No, partly cloudy. So I got. So maybe should I drag, be a good day for kickball. Maybe I drag the kids out. Yeah. 7.30 <laughs> game. Um, you can figure out what field it is. Yeah. But I, I think if you are wanting to be impressed by some high-level kickball, uh, big city versus Guar this week's where it's gonna be at. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday <laughs> at the Delta Park Sports Complex. At the Expo at Center. At the Expo next to the Expo Center. <laughs> <laughs> the convention center in in Portland, Oregon. Before we go, second best game of the night. Pitch slap twenty one ounce. Oh, that's gonna be a good one. Also Again, depending on what happens, you, if you find one of those uh, top tier teams you know, losing, um, I think winner of that game could potentially slip right on in. Could could slip in the back door. Slip in the back door. Well, one might say a little, little back door action there. Well, we'll see. If, if anybody can do it, it's Chris. Chris well, Person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Chris. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a sweetheart. Alright, you got anything else? Thank you, sir. I think we're going to call it a show. Uh, we'll be back uh, the next time we get together. I miss your face. Bye, Glad you will. Take care.